This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And here we go. It is episode number 16 of the Rosie Report Spring Training Edition. Jim Rosenhouse along with you from Guardian Spring Training in Goodyear, Arizona. Great to have you with us for our final podcast of the spring with camp breaking uh, officially after Tuesday's game down in Chase Field against the Diamondbacks. Last game here in Goodyear will be on Sunday against the Reds. So we're getting down there. Still some decisions to be made and uh, we may have some clarity on that in the next day or two from the front office and also manager Terry Francona, but not a whole lot left to decide in terms of the opening day roster. Coming up a little bit later on our podcast today, we'll hear from new catcher Mike Zanino. But first, a look back at the action last night in Scottsdale against the Giants, one of the more complete games of the season spring training-wise for the Guardians as they blasted San Francisco 10 to nothing. The big story, Cal Quantrill, five and two-thirds innings of perfect baseball. Then he walked the last batter he faced. So the line, five and two-thirds, no hits, no runs, five strikeouts and a walk. And uh, Quantrill with uh, an outstanding performance at a time of the spring where it's not make or break. But for an established starting pitcher, they like to get it going and, and have a good one at this point in the spring. And certainly Quantrill uh, had his finest appearance of the spring by far. And he has to be feeling pretty good about things as he heads in to the season. Offensively, the bats were working. Josh Bell with a mammoth home run, his third on the spring. And uh, also Oscar Gonzalez went deep. So did Ahmed Rosario. And for Gonzalez, that was his first home run on the spring as he's starting to get it rolling here in the latter stages of spring training. So some good signs there. And, of course, the always steady Rosario uh, with his second home run on the spring. So a lot to like. Relief-wise, good stuff from Trevor Steffen, Angel De Los Santos, Mike Kelly, and Emmanuel Classe. All pitching shutout baseball last night against the Giants. Well, this season there'll be a new catcher for the Guardians as both Austin Hedges and Luke Maley have uh, moved on to other ball clubs this season. So the Guardians went out and signed Mike Zanino to a free agent contract, the veteran catcher with many seasons under his belt with Seattle and then more recently Tampa Bay, coming off some injury issues a year ago with the Rays that really limited his playing time, but he's fully healthy and seems ready to go this spring. We had a chance to visit with him a little while back, and here's how that went. Yeah, it's going great. Uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, the, the spring's all about, you know, at least in my position, building relationships, getting to know guys, um, you know, and, and just sort of getting to know the ins and outs of this organization. But, uh, you know, it's been great. Uh, you know, the communication, the, the guys here have been awesome. And, uh, you know, it's one of those where, where this transition's gone a lot, a lot faster and smoother than I could ever hope. 
You've been in the game long enough where you probably know a, a bunch of different guys from different teams. How about here? Do, did you have any past uh, experiences with anybody? There, there was very few that I could circle besides, you know, maybe playing against uh, Hosey and Josh being those guys. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, was relatively uh, <laughs> uh, unfamiliar with majority of the lineup or uh, the roster. So it's one of those things where, you know, it takes a little bit extra time, but uh, it's a fun, youthful group, uh, you know, that, that's hungry, that, that wants to get better, and that's exciting to be a part of that. How do you speed up the process of learning the pitchers? Yeah, you know, I, I lean on them. I lean on our, you know, our, our pitching our pitching coaches and, and what they know and try to absorb as much information as I can, um, you know, and then try to catch them as much as I can. But uh, it, it's been great to be able to, you know, lean on that, um, you know, be flexible in who I'm catching in pens and try to get there as much as I can and uh, just build relationships. You know, it's a, it's a crash course in six weeks before the season starts, but uh, you know, I think we have a good foundation with most of the guys, and I'm continuing to build on that. Mike Zanino joining us. Uh, an odd season for you last year from an injury standpoint explain what was going on and and what you had to go through to get to a good place now this spring yeah um you know sort of came out of the blue um you know took a swing in april and felt something in my bicep just thought it was you know a a typical strain and you know as most catchers try to play through it and you know as a couple weeks went on um it was lingering I, i didn't think anything of it um had a couple had a built-in off day took a day off and then the next day did some receiving drills and just sort of sort of felt this blood rush and stall in my shoulder and I, I did it it felt like I did an upper body workout and um as that day went on that that fullness sort of just trickled down into my hand and um sort of ended up lingering for you know a few weeks and then symptoms got a tad bit better but as I as I tried to do some stuff to you know get that fully gone I just didn't get any relief from it and had a you know, opt into getting, you know, thoracic outlet surgery, which, you know, takes a, a rib out. It uh, releases the pec minor and, and just sort of gives that nerve a little bit of room to uh, to breathe and not get irritated. When you look back a couple of years ago, it seemed like things really were starting to click in for you. What happened that allowed you to have some really good success at the plate while maintaining what you do behind it? Yeah, I think it was just, you know, finding a trust in my mechanics. You know, I, it started, you know, after the 2019 season going in, doing some body evaluations with the guys in Tampa, um, you know, just sort of identifying what I can get better at, um, you know, how, how to, you know, activate certain parts of my body and shut off other ones that get dominated by the catching position. And, you um, you know, I just gaining more of an understanding on that. And that led into 2020, which was obviously a crazy year for everybody. But, you know, it, it limited the amount of time I could to do that. And by the time the 2020 playoffs came around, um, it, it really started clicking. And then going into the the, uh, the off season after 2020, um, it, it just felt really natural getting into um, – my mechanics getting into um, the positions I wanted to get to and that sort of was able to take off a little bit and then you know that's the game of baseball by 2022 get dinged up a little bit and you know have to continue to try to um, you know feel those positions that I want to Um, and and I think it was obviously stuff for the better because now you know it's easy to get back to them as well. And you had a chance playing with Tampa Bay to be about as close to home as you can be. Uh, What was that like for you? 
Always great. Uh, you know, it's one of those things for, for the timing and, and the season of life that my wife and I were in. Uh, we couldn't ask for anything more. We had both our children over while we were in Tampa, so we had plenty of family help. She was close to home, so when I went on the road, she was able to take the kids back up home and, uh, you know, have some help from her family and, and uh, be in a familiar place. And, um, you know, we've been, we were fortunate enough for that for four years, and, you know, now we're ready for another adventure. And uh, our kids love, and love coming to the games, enjoy being around this atmosphere. So, it's going to be fun and uh you know i'm already i'm already having to teach them some some new names and stuff like that so they'll be able to cheer everybody on when you think about it tampa bay and cleveland kind of have to do things a little bit differently than some other clubs are you seeing some similarities here a a lot of similarities uh i I think it's it's one of those things when you see small market teams that aren't going to spend you know what some of these clubs do to acquire top talent you have to develop it and i think when you look at the farm system i think when you look at the guys you know obviously what what's been done here in cleveland last year calling up i believe it was 17 or so rookies uh you know you have to prepare from the farm system with that and seeing these guys in here, seeing these guys prepare every day. Um, you know, it doesn't seem like there was 17 rookies last year. It seems like these guys have, have, you know, uh, feel for what they want to do it feels like they're they're longer tenured than what they are and and i think that's what's going to ultimately lead to the success of this team and you see all this i think i had a chance to meet you when you were in seattle might have been your rookie year might have been your second year does the time just fly by to where you're, now you're the veteran guy in a, a young clubhouse yeah i laugh at it i mean age wise i'm like man I, it, it doesn't feel that way but when it comes to you know i guess experience it is you know uh I, when you're the oldest guy i haven't even turned 32 yet it's uh it's one of those things where it speaks of the talent in this clubhouse because for these guys to fill a roster with this much youth and be able to play at the level they do is impressive. Um, and I'm excited to be a part of that. Um, you know, I got to tell myself that I'm not the old guy, even though even though when it comes to some of these these young pups over here, I, I feel like it. That's New Guardians catcher Mike Zanino getting ready for the 2023 season, which is right around the corner. If you're listening to this on Friday, we will have baseball. On the radio Friday night, the Cubs coming to Goodyear. That's a 9.05 Eastern time first pitch, and that will be on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians radio network over the weekend. Guardians are in Scottsdale to take on the Rockies on Saturday night. No radio coverage there, but you can pick up the Rockies uh, on the web, their broadcast team. And then Sunday, our last radio game of the spring, an afternoon contest against the Reds to close out the Goodyear ballpark portion of spring training, and that will be a 4.05 Eastern first pitch on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. So a lot of good baseball. Guardians Weekly will get you through podcast-wise through the weekend, and then we'll uh, we'll see what the regular season holds in terms of regular podcasts for you along the way. But thanks going out, as always, to Austin Controllis for his guidance on this uh, podcast throughout the spring. Much, uh, much thanks to him and also the great folks at uh, MLB Productions who uh, post this on uh, your favorite podcast platform. So thanks so much to them back in uh, the New York, New Jersey area. So that's it. 16 podcasts this spring. Thanks so much, as always, for downloading and listening to The Rosie Report.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.